0: So welcome to episode two of um, Building My Board, Running Back Edition, this time. First edition was quarterback. started off with the quarterbacks on Monday, Wednesday, which is yesterday, we knocked out the running backs, and uh, just a review of what we did. I mean, um, basically, number one was, I guess, all around, it's well accepted that Joshua Jacobs from Alabama is everybody's RB1. I have seen his teammate, Damian Harris, as a number one. Go figure. Um, He was not that high on my board, but my board stacked as follows. Uh, Jacobs was at one. Had David Montgomery out of Iowa State at two. Uh, Daryl Henderson uh, and Travion Williams were at three. Have, I have ties, and it just depends on fits. I don't uh, Disclaimer as well. We'll stop here. Disclaimer. When I do my boards like this, and I'm sharing it with you guys this year, and how I kind of go through the draft process, and you know what I do is I kind of get a board from top to bottom, kind of in, in the range where I think they'll go paired with my value of them. And it just helps me keep track of my guys that I would take – you know, I would draft, um, you know, I got a habit of saying, take a flyer now. Everybody gets a habit of saying something over Rada. Gotta stop saying that. You got to try to switch it up sometimes. But uh, there's a guy that I would dra- These are players that I would draft. Now, everybody included that I show you guys, is there some players that I left off? Sure, that I'll reapply, and that I'll. I know of in my head who's still a good player, but on this dry race board, there's not. I can't fill it up with everybody, so I just kind of do, um, in a way, a rough draft. And then the players that I think that should be on there will eventually go up there. But the ones that I showed you, that's kind of how I work it. You know, it's not like from. It, it does obviously consider talent. You have to consider talent, but at the end of the day, it's just basically a reference point for me. And that's just kind of how I see it. So, like I said, Daryl Henderson and Trayvon Williams were tied for three. Basically, Henderson is your uh, home run hitter. Hitter, excuse me. Trayvon Williams has that skill set, not as fast. Um, basically, the weaknesses of both of those players are Henderson. Um, between the pack tackles, excuse me, between the tackles, much to be desired as a player. Just throwing that physicality, uh, br- ability to break. Break tackles isn't his strong suit, but he can make people miss uh, and take it to the house. So Travion Williams um, packs a punch at his uh, minuscule or minute height and weight, but still packs a punch. uh, But foams the ball uh, occasionally. And, you know, everybody foams the football, but we were trying to reduce that as much as possible. Uh, At four, had... Another tie with my- Miles Sanders and Mark uh, Mike Weber. Um, those two guys are very similar to me. I give Miles Sanders the slight edge just due to how fluid he is as a runner. Um, excuse me. This has been a long day. Uh, but like I said, I keep it organic on my stuff. So. Anyway, we got Mike Weber and Miles Sanders as those two players kind of tied, and this, their skill sets, pass catchers, um, can, they can get about 20 carries, but might find themselves in a complimentary role at the next level. As uh, you can say, fifth, tied for fifth, which would really be eighth in a way. Elijah Holefield and uh, Marquise Young from UMass, a guy that a lot of people probably have him as a late rounder. He impressed me enough to move up to me to where I would draft him anywhere from late 3 to 5th round range. Uh, I think that he's deserving of that. Devin Singletary, Bryce Love is next up. Uh, Devin Singletary is a player that ironically is a Deion Lewis type of mold for me. Uh, shifty, can make people miss. Compact is seven. As the draft process went, I found out he was a lot smaller than I thought. I thought he was like a Frank Gore. I think his running style, like like stylistically, like Frank Gore in terms of movement, but obviously doesn't doesn't have the power. More so has the wiggle room and a, a safer comp is someone that seems like to be uh, at the opposite spectrum of a Deion Lewis. Bryce Love is a guy that some people love him, some people don't like him. Uh, I think that he's... Excuse me again. I'm yawning. I'm tired. Been doing a lot of film watching. So, it's well excused. We're doing ride receivers tomorrow. But anyway, uh, Bryce Love, he's a guy that's built in like the Gio Bernard uh, range. And, and people, that I do like to do comps because for me, you know, being a football watcher, I've seen all types of skill sets and it helps me out as far as visualizing. And if fans know their players, it could help them out, kind of paint the picture. Paint the picture is uh, I could use words, certainly, Charles, use your words. I mean, he's just a fluid athlete, can catch the football out the backfield, has sure hands. Um, he's in that uh, five, you know nine, five, ten, uh, barely two hundred range uh, where he's uh, has great lateral quickness. Um he's a guy that will be a complimentary back at the next level. And just simply because of his uh, previous injury, he is coming off of a serious knee injury. You probably want to just ease him back into the game. Uh, after them is Jalen Moore, uh, running back out of Appalachian State, who's a workout warrior, um, has great um, power to his game, um, and takes pride in pass protection, which is very important for rookie quarter court. I mean, running backs to learn. Uh, Kalen Higdon and Wesley Fields are tied. Um, they're in the same range for me. Uh, 5th to, you know, 7th, maybe even undrafted. You never know how these things go. Kalen Higgins is a guy that I saw him, you know, have an organic rise at Michigan. You know, he's just the type of player that worked hard and earned everything he got. Small, compact player. Um, that That's more of a slasher, see it, go type of guy. Would like for him to improve his vision, but good player. I think Wesley Fields is one of the, the sleepers of this year's draft. I want to... I'm not gonna be that bold right now. Say he'll he'll be the Philip Lindsay of this year's uh, draft, but he's certainly a player that literally has. I can say if he if he's not the Philip Lindsay of this year's draft, then he's certainly uh, the Jared Stidham of this year's class in terms of like I mentioned about Jared Stidham. Jared Stidham has everything you want from a foundational point as a quarterback. Which means like he's very natural in the pocket, great footwork, uh no funky delivery, it's just about in between the ears and situational. Same thing with Wesley Fields is he's the consummate size you want out of your running back around five eleven, two oh five, two oh six. Don't quote me on the exacts, exact measurements, but what I'm saying is he looks like an NFL running back, he he wants to pass protect. He's a he's he has great contact balance um, and burst um, change up speed, long speed, uh, stop and cut, stop on a dime, change of direction. He has all of it. He's just from Georgia Southern Southern, where some might question the level of competition and who he's really facing. But he was a man amongst boys several times while watching tape on him. Uh, Then you have Jordan Scarlett and Travis Homer. Both went to colleges in the state of Florida. One went to Florida, one went to Miami. Um, Scarlett is a player that looks like an NFL running back, but it's going to be in between the ears for him. i like to see him catch the football a little bit better, but the guy's explosive. Travis Homer, small, kind of reminds me of Travion Williams in terms of just a small player that can pack a punch, but they both have fumbling issues. Uh, Justice Hill speed guy that a lot of people was probably, he's probably higher on a lot of people's board simply because I think he ran a four, three, something like that. Um, and I, and those type of prospects, which you will see in the video on at BU underscore scouting, um, on my Twitter is, you know, I mentioned Justice Hill being the type of guy, when I look at fast guys, I, I kind of see, are they track players playing football or they, are they football players who just so happen to be fast? And to me, he's more of a track guy than a, a, a pure football player. But, you know, a team who needs somebody who can be a scat back that's quick sure. Uh, you know, drive or sign you a Justice Hill. Uh, Damien Harris is a guy that kind of slid down my board. He's very high on others. Um, he's a guy that's kind of a linear, stiff, stiff runner, provides very little flexibility in terms of what you really want to do with him. But, I mean, I think he's a solid back. Um, I think that he, he will be a good pro. But in terms of dynamism uh, or being dynamic, I don't think that you're going to get that from Damon Harris. You're just going to get a good back. Um, that's very linear in his running style. Not necessarily has a extreme lateral quickness. I mean, the position is running back. He can be creative and make a play, and you can see, oh, wow, but overall I just see him as a, a, a solid second to third on a on a running back on a on a team that don't have very good running back depth. Uh, Ryan Fulce and Xavier Turner from Tarleton and then Ryan Fulce from Wagner. I think they're kinda they're not kind of built the same way. Um, I think Xavier Xavier Turner's a little bit bigger. Um, power backs with speed, you know, go figure. Um Great wiggle. Just natural runners. Really like Xavier Turner as well. He's he's moving up my ranks in terms of like a... He's not quite there with Wesley Fields, but as a size specimen, he's definitely there. And then I ended it out with Tony Brooks James out of Oregon, who's pretty much on the lighter side. The, lighter, the lightest running back on my board. Um, I see him more of a special teamer, a returner with his speed. I think he runs a four-four type of speed. Uh, shows on tape, he's just a fast player. Um, I see him more as a returner than a running back, but certainly you could put him in a Justice Hill role where he's just your scat back that can get some yards. And um, you know, a, uh, you know, a black mama from Oregon, you know, go figure type of thing. Uh, so I think that, based on that, that was pretty much what we did on um, building my board with the running backs. Just went over, you know, guys that when you go through your board and who you're looking at, a lot of guys aren't on there, like Texas, I mean, Dexter Williams and, um, you know, Darren Hall. I will add them at later dates, um, you know, um, and Madison from uh, Boise State. So certainly those guys are deserving of somewhere. But, you know, obviously I just did the guys to be able to fit everybody on the board and kind of. They didn't stand out enough to be on there. I think Dexter Williams probably should have made it there somewhere. Madison probably later in the rounds, but it is what it is. Um like I said, I need to finish up some of this tape watching because like I said, raw receivers are going to be done Friday, uh, April 5th. So I need to get as many as many, you know, raw receivers. In my database, in my mind, as possible, so that I can make this board and give it to you guys. So, uh, thanks for tuning in. This is Barnes University Radio. We're talking building my board episode. Also, check out scouting with sharks. You know, I'm doing trying to. I'm trying to stay busy here. Scouting with sharks as well. Did a semi video, little video on Antoine Wesley, one of my sleepers for wide receivers in this year's draft. So go check it out. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for paying attention. Uh, Tighten up.